Hello, everybody. Welcome to Another Bottle Down. My name is Mark Rayshap, and this is a podcast about wine and the wine industry. We uh, originally broadcast on the airwaves in Austin, Texas on 91.7 FM, Co-op Radio. It's a great local community radio station with a lot of great music shows and talk shows. Uh, Co-op.org for more information on that. And then uh, we make this podcast with the uh, fantastic conversations with winemakers, uh, both international and here locally from Texas and the Hill Country. We've got a great show for you today. My guest this week is Sergio Quadra, who is the head winemaker of Fall Creek Vineyards. They're out in the Hill Country, and Sergio comes to Texas with a wealth of knowledge. He was a winemaker in Chile. Uh, he has got a, an amazing story. Wound up coming to the to to Texas a, a number of years ago, and uh, was very much surprised as to how well grapes did here. So he he has both perspectives, both a cool climate winemaking perspective or cooler climate winemaking perspective, and then here making wine in the the heat of Texas. So I, I really uh, love getting his feedback on what's really going on with the vine and how is Texas different of a region than any other regions and how does the vine really adapt to the warm climate of Texas. So uh, we're going to get an entire update from Sergio on this year, 2018, the growing season so far. Uh, and actually, this was recorded a, a couple weeks ago, so uh, he's going to be talking about verasion uh, just starting to happen. Well, that was uh, actually a couple weeks ago uh, on July 3rd, and so now we're a little bit further along in the, in the, in the year. But Sergio gives us some insight as to what the vine is going to start doing. So uh, that magic turning point is Verasion. That's the name of that. And we're going to hear all about it from Sergio. Um, I'm really happy that you're checking this out. Let me know what y'all think. Uh, the Facebook page is Another Bottle Down Radio. Uh, and um, would love would love to hear your, your thoughts and what you're digging. So um, here's Sergio Quadra from Fall Creek Vineyards. Thank you very much for having me, Mark. Yeah, it's always great to talk to you. I always learn so much. Um, Thank you. And, and, you know, like I said, we had, uh, we're going to touch on some of these points about vines getting used to the hot weather and and functioning differently than uh, vines in other parts of the world, right? That's right. Um, well, I mean, we, we can cover the, the season so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, really the harvest and, and the grapes that we enjoy and, and that, that make the wine that is then put into the bottle and, and into our glasses and into our tummies, uh, everything throughout the year makes a difference. Right. That's right. I mean, yeah. every every season is a little different. Yeah. Uh, you can. Uh, I mean, you have to keep an eye on on, on the things that are going on, especially um, rain patterns and and temperature, of course, uh, to kind of get ahead of the game uh, every every season. And uh, right now, uh, the Fourth of July coincides with uh, a very turning point in the in the season, which is the verasion. Yeah. Tell us what what that is. Well. Uh, so far, grapes are looking green, regardless of the variety. And uh, now it's the time when they turn red. Red varieties turn red, and, and white varieties turn like crystal 
yellows and, and uh, pale greens. So they also go variation, not, not evidently turning color uh, on itself, but, but the red varieties turn red. Yeah. And so this year, what have we, what have we seen so far? Yeah, um, well, you know, it started as a, as a cooler than usual spring. Um, we had, yeah. Can you remember back then, back to a couple months ago when it was pretty cool out? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it, 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 April, uh, in fact, was the coolest April of the last five years. Um, and this is by measuring the growing degree days. Right. If, if you want to go over them, uh, it's basically by convention plants. I mean, we, we assume that plants work or develop um, above 50 degrees. And so we can have some every day above 50 degrees and, and you get the growing degree days. And so every month we have a sum of them. And for example, uh, last April, we had 440 growing degree days, uh, as opposed as, um, uh, let's see, 580 last year. Wow. See, um, on a normal year, let me let me check here real quick. Um, so essentially, I mean, you can be measuring the climate for all uh, fruit and agriculture via this. That's right. Yeah. Every plant reacts to the temperature, right. uh, and and the turning point is 50 degrees, below which you know they just breathe, they just stay alive, and they start growing and developing above 50 degrees. So so that's that's the the the, the convention that we've uh, established, and so but you know it started cooler. Uh, just just to um, put in in perspective, um, the same April long-term averages for Napa Valley, for example, yeah, right, are 150 degrees. Wow, 150 growing degree days in April, wow. and that's a long-term average. So our coolest April in the last five years um, was 440 <laughs> growing degree days. Okay. Uh, Bordeaux, it's a little warmer with, with 323 growing degree days in April. Okay. So, um, but then uh, May came and June came with much warmer temperatures, so much that we are facing the warmest season of the last five years. Yeah. So it's, it's been, uh, it's a little over the, the, the uh, last five years average and above the long-term average. Now, how does that affect the crop load, the quality? Because, I, you know, when you say that, I might think, um, okay, well, then the vine's just going to produce a little bit less because, you know, fewer grape bunches because they have to kind of conserve energy. But um, not necessarily. Right, uh, right. If, if you keep an eye, I mean, the most important thing is to keep plants watered. Right. Uh, with enough uh, supply of water, because that's the the you know vital element for them to grow. Water, I would say, water and uh, nutrients, of right. course. And so, temperature in this case is uh, just implying that they're working. They're going to go work faster. So uh, we're seeing variation. We're, I mean, we should see variation a few days earlier than the last five years. That's the only the, the main you know uh, effect of these warmer temperatures. And then, as a result of that, we'll probably see harvest a little bit earlier as well. Or is that not necessarily e, true? E, 
Well, we can't see the future, but right. so far, if 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 temperatures stay like, well, what can we can we say? I mean, normal. Uh, it, it might fall into one or two days of difference between um, uh, previous years. Although last year was and completely unusual year, as as you may remember, um, we had a very warm winter. Yeah. And so usually we start counting these growing degree days in April. But last year, uh, the growing degree days in uh, March were 485. Wow. So anyway, plants started much earlier last year. Basically, they had a month of advantage compared to other, other, other seasons. Right. So it was an early year uh, compared to other years, but because they started earlier. Okay, that was last year only right right and then 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 there was a last year there was a a little bit more rain almost i think in the in the uh may june if i remember correctly uh well i have the rainfall here uh let's see it it wasn't particularly uh wet last year um only under two inches in april and may and june and then july it's only 0.43 0.43 inches for for the for the dripping spring area and then august came with a lot of rain but that was after the harvest okay so in, in on paper it, it looks like like a rainy month but it was fortunately you know remember the uh, the the uh, harvey and yeah the, harvey uh, harvey harvey um and uh, flooding and terrible yeah, all, all terrible that stuff yeah, it meant a lot of rain, but by the end of August, so it was it was a good year in terms of uh, precipitation uh, last so, year. So the fact that we have these hot couple months, what, what does what does that actually mean? It just means that the grower has to be a little bit more vigilant of keeping the vineyard watered, or do- well, up to this point, up to veration, which is again a turning point, we just need to establish. I mean, make the plant establish themselves in terms of canopy. So uh, if you've seen uh, vineyards are, are in, the, in a trellis and they need to grow like a f- uh, three feet long shoots, uh, hopefully every shoot is no lo- not less than three feet long. Right. And so that's accomplished from butt break in April uh, or late March and April and then until, until now. So the vine is using its energy to, to, to grow itself. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's that's why you need plenty of water supply. Right. So because they need to to be doing that until until now. So the, uh, and then and then good supply of water means that your your load of grapes is is kind of safe yeah. in terms of the quantity. Quality is not yet defined. Okay. I mean that's important to note. Uh, your 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 good vineyards or or your not so good vineyards or whatever, quality-wise, is is not yet defined. Now, after the variation, that's why it's it's so important this 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 particular moment in the season, so important to turn into another stage where plants do define quality right. from now on. Because the sugar and the energy stops going into its own uh, its own growth and now into the reproductive organ, which, is, right. which is the berries, right? That's right. Uh, plants have different sinks where uh, you know production from uh, photosynthesis is going. Those sinks up until now are shoot tips, basically. Right. Yeah. And now they need to stop growing 
and so those uh, sugars and, and everything that's produced by the leaves now have to go to the clusters. Right. So the vine stops eating the sugar themselves and, and starts storing it. Storing them. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny to think that, that the plants are thinking that they need to have a tasty grape right. for whomever is going to eat them. So it needs to, to be visible. That's why red varieties are very red, so you can see the grapes. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, basically all natural vines are red varieties but for the same reason. Um, anyway, so, so they, they are turning into making the best price for that individual that is going to right. eat the grape, you know, so he can come back, you know, later to eat more, right. you know, and then spread the seeds. And of course, spreading yeah. the seeds. That's, that's the purpose of, of, of the Yeah. Vines. So all of these things that make uh, wine delicious. So, so that, that's not just the sugar, it's the flavors, the phenolics oh, yeah. and the color oh, yeah. and all of that stuff that well, makes wine. Uh, you know, the, 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 the most, I mean, the darkest grapes are going to be exposed to the sun. So the graves, I mean, the, the berries themselves need to be protected against the effects of the, you know, rays, the sun rays. So it's a thicker skin, and they, they have more polyphenols and, and flavonols and, and all those uh, elements that we later taste, you know, lucky us. Right. Um, yeah. so, so that's why the, uh, a balanced canopy in a, in a vineyard is so important. Yeah. You don't need, or you don't want to get a, a lot of grapes in in a, in a shaded canopy. Uh, you want to get a, a balance of um, uh, grapes exposed to the sun. Some, you know, at some point in, in the day, um, and, uh, and and so instead of having a shaded, uh, you know, canopy. Right. You don't want to have it all under a pergola right. system or something right. like that. But but there's a balance too because the grapes can become sunburn, right? And, uh, well. It, you know, the, the the key is to expose them early enough. Remember, we talked about um, uh, adaptation. Yeah. So you can have you can easily have uh, uh, clusters that are completely exposed to the sun throughout the season that are not sunburned. Yeah. And that that's due to the you know they they have to adapt early enough when they were flowers. You know, so they felt the stimuli and with, you know, sun just, just, you know, on, on them throughout the, the, the day. And so they become uh, uh, sun, sunburn proof. Right. Um, so they that's, develop that's the protection. The right. Exactly. Right. exactly. If you're just tuning in, this is another bottle down. It's Co-op Radio, K-O-O-P 91.7 FM and co-op.org. Um, Sergio Quadra from Fall Creek Vineyards is in the house live. Uh, we made reference to how vines adapt and Sergio and I had an extremely compelling interview um, maybe a couple years ago. You can access that at the archive on Apple Podcasts or co-op.org slash another bottle down to get a full hour and, and some about uh, how Texas vines have adapted to uh, these hot temperatures. Can you give us maybe a two-minute uh, recap of Because right. <laughs> it, it's such an interesting thing. That so, yeah, uh, when I first came here in 2013, uh, I had, uh, you know, search temperatures uh, charts uh, before coming, and I thought, ooh, this is pretty, I mean, definitely. It's too hot for grapes. It, it's too hot because uh, every every time you get a 100-degree day or not even like like a 97-degree day in a cooler area, 
plants suffer and they show you that, that they suffer. I mean, you can see burned leaves, right. shriveling berries, uh, loose tendrils, all sorts of symptoms, uh, uh, you know, that are heat, heat related. So I thought that I was going to encounter, you know, that kind of symptoms here, those, those kind of symptoms here. Um, and, uh, I found no, right. I mean, plants are, and you can go and check the vineyards now after a few days over a hundred degrees. Um, you can see that the vines are shiny, green looking colors. Uh, I mean, he as healthy as anywhere else right so if a vineyard was experiencing the same conditions in california it would look totally different right so so the the key here is to i mean that plants feel the temperatures going up during the spring right and they have plenty of time to adapt to to these current temperatures um when the heat wave or when the temperature spike is sudden like you know um they suffer they are not prepared uh, this this adaptation needs time to to kind of you know uh, uh, to to develop. So so they need time. So that's why heat waves are damaging in a cooler area. Yeah. Uh, and and so when you when you think about this adaptation, this amazing adaptation, well, you think well, this may have come from you know years ago, like thousands of years ago, and, and this should have been uh, a natural selection feature of, right. of plants, right? And you, you connect the dots and you go to where uh, vines are original from. Yeah. And that's the Middle East. And so that area between you know, Iran, Iraq, Eastern Turkey, uh, Georgia, that is the birthplace of Vitis vinifera, the, the, the plant species that, that we use for making wine. So, and how's the weather over there? Right. Guess what? It's it's as hot as here. Right. Uh, in many places, it's it's a desert. It's even drier than here. It's it's harsher than here, and and I mean bottom line. So they, as a, as a species, are, um, you know, way more adapted than we originally thought right. because of that that uh, uh, being being born that they, place. they were just they were just laying up in California, not having to struggle. And well, <laughs> if you if you think. Whenever you have a place where only a few varieties can make it to, to get ripe, so for example, a cool area that you kind of you start scratching off varieties that won't get ripe. Yeah, like, so, like Burgundy, Pinot Noir, and Chardonnay. Right. You know? so, so you're talking about boundaries areas. Yeah. So it's an area not for every variety. See? Right. So, so you're pushing, it, it's, it's a limit area, it's a limit condition. If you come to a hotter whether every varietal can make it here and i keep saying that that the heat here is is a good thing yeah because every variety needs to put this in place this adaptation system in place so that that allows us to open the fan of varieties of options in terms of varieties that we can grow here yeah. so that's why we make a, an amazing chardonnay award-winning Chardonnay a couple of years ago in, in a competition, winning the best white wine of the show, not not less, right. uh, with a Chardonnay that supposedly shouldn't exist, right, you know, right. coming from here. So, uh, and we have an amazing Chenin, for example, another cool weather variety. So, and, and, and the examples go on and on. So, um, what happens here is that plants do adapt yeah. and, and they adapt because they feel at home. It's not right. like, like, 
being brought to an extreme. But one of the things that's interesting is that not the plants are adapting, but then the humans also have to adapt to harvest yes. and to make the wines uh, to this hotter climate. Like the grapes will become riper quicker, right? Is that that's the kind that's of the right. main thing? I mean, I was used to a seven-month season, right? Uh, just like in the West Coast. And here, that becomes a five-month season. So everything is shrunk. Uh, every stage happens anyway, you know, but in a shorter time. So, uh, and you can imagine that um, during the, ripe, the, the harvest time, we can, and that's August in the hill country, you can have a 100-degree day easily and an 80-degree night so you can, and, and, and that same variety is harvested two months later or 50 days later in, a, in, a, in the West Coast at a 70 degree day if it's sunny and a 50 degree night if it's, you know, not too cool. So if you compare the speed of, of metabolism in those two conditions are completely different. Right, right. So that's why but it shouldn't say that that uh, because it's faster, it's of lesser quality, right? I mean, no, that's no. a big that's a big point. It's actually it's actually uh, interesting. I mean, we're we're and I have to say we're still kind of uh, uh, you know making trials and, and see sure. what, what works better. Um, but as far as I know, I mean, as far as I've been able to to, to see um, this this heat helps not only the sugar accumulation but the what what is called the secondary metabolism which is all the polyphenols and you know including colors and and i mean pigments and and and, and tannins etc so those are also developing very i mean much faster right in fact i i may i mean i have to i have concluded that they uh, develop even faster relative to the sugar accumulation for a simple reason, the nighttime temperature is warmer. And at night, photosynthesis is not any faster because it's, it's, it's warm. But the secondary metabolism, it is in fact faster. It's faster. You know, because it's, it, it keeps going. It, it's not depending on light. Yeah. It's just depending on temperature. So relatively to each other, uh, I think that in, under our conditions here in Texas, um, you have a secondary metabolism that is faster than the primary metabolism. Okay. Yeah. So you, bottom line, you can have a not so overripe or not even overripe, but a ripe grape in terms of sugar accumulation with, um, you know, polyphenols and, and a sense of ripeness that it's much in a much ready state. Right, right. We, we call, and you're using this word polyphenols, but it's, that's, that's the flavor. That's the character right, of flavor. Right, and, right. And a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> primary metabolism is basically sugar and acidity. Mm -hmm. Acidity gets, gets uh, respired. Uh, that's, respired. You know, respired, sorry. Um, so so uh, it, it goes down and sugar goes up, and that's light and temperature dependent. Whereas secondary metabolism, all the colors, all the more, um, complex molecules, uh, you know, get it, are are developed under. I mean, depending on temperature alone. So, to, so to sum that up, it's it's that um, for the folks who say that oh, it's hot here, you must have really high sugars in the grapes. That's not actually the well, case. Well, it could be it the could case be, right. if you wait long enough. Right. Okay. I mean, it's up it's up to us. That's why you, you you need to keep an eye on a daily basis 
what's going on with the with the with the uh, uh, developing grapes, um, and and that's another tricky thing, tricky thing, and a, a difference between a cooler area. I can I can taste grapes, which is the harvest index we use, right? Uh, I can taste grapes one day, and, and in a cooler area, I can come back a following week or even ten days, and I'm not going to be late. Uh, or if if I'm ready, that's fine. We can still pick. It's more forgiving, right? Here we don't have that luxury, right? And 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 so we need to come back. Hopefully, I mean, uh, uh, you know, the best is to to be on a, in a vineyard right before the harvest, like on a daily basis, because you know the 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 speed of metabolism is completely different. Yeah. So um, that's a challenge because y- y- everybody's on call. And, and as soon as you give the thumbs up, you know, everything needs to move. I mean, trucks, people, right. the winery, uh, bins, etc. All, all the, the, the resources that are, are surrounding a harvest need to be oiled and, and ready right, to go. Right, right. right? Um, and it's, on the other hand, difficult to schedule. Yeah. Because are we harvesting next Monday? I don't know. So we need to, uh, you know, make sure, uh, you know, we're on top of the grapes. Right. Even uh, more so here than in than in a place like California. Yes. Or, yeah. Know. Absolutely. Yes. What else do we need to know about this this well, year? Well, it's been it's been a drier year yeah. um, in terms of rainfall so far. Um, and we're talking about the hill country, right? The hill country, and I can mention a couple of things about the high plains. Um, it's uh, we we only have almost 11 inches of rain uh until now until uh, sorry 11 inches of rain until june whereas the normal year it's 18 inches yeah wow that's dry uh that's that's kind of dry um and then the lubbock area so you're able to though irrigate and water oh, yeah. water's not an issue that's, that's why we have irrigation here right yeah. i mean the plant and, and this is something for for people that say oh dry farming is the way right it might be in in some areas. The thing is, the plant that grows without water doesn't exist. Yeah. So in dry, even in dry farming, plants are they getting the water. They're getting the yeah. water from somewhere. Right. right. It's a it's a water table or anywhere. Anyway, um, just to mention, Lubbock has, has been really dry. Uh, they only have had three point seven inches of rain till June. Wow. Uh, that's accumulated from January. Since, yeah. I mean, since January. Uh, That's desert-like conditions so far. I mean. y- yes. So so and and well, that compares to a 2015, for example. Remember the, the a very very wet May that we had in 2015. So up to June in 2015, they were 18 inches. Wow. Right? But that's just anecdotal, and and uh, there's no harm. Again, up until variation, it can rain all all at once because we need plants to grow. That's fine. I mean, it's it's no issues with rain up until now so now we need to i know people are expecting to to rain you know to 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 uh to um take it take it to a normal year but and, and the lake levels and all that but for the uh wine industry you would rather it might rain a little but not 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 too much yeah yeah so, um, so you've got an, about another uh, couple of weeks to a month in, in before harvest, and uh, so yes. what are you hoping for? I mean, you're are you're now full time, and it's crazy, right? The, I mean, the 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 key now is to make plants 
concentrate on their clusters, like we mentioned. This is this is where we define quality, yeah. and we're not gonna um, mess with quantity um, uh, from things we do in the vineyard, which is basically uh, cutting a little water supply to to, to the vines, cutting off a little. And then that would concentrate the flavors. That's would, right. They yeah. they they need to stop growing. Remember, the shoot tips are were sinks. Uh, until now, and now uh, they need to stop, and 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 the uh, vines need to concentrate on the clusters. Well, we've got about thirty seconds left. Um, right. What it's what? Been uh, fun. Yeah, this is great, Sergio. It's, I always learn so much. Um, oh, thank you. you. Know, we we didn't really talk about uh, what all that you have going in the winery uh, in at Fall Creek, but what's one of your favorite wines that you're uh, you're kind of uh, playing with right now that you've just bottled or something like that? Well, you were talking about summer summer uh, wines right, right. and roses are always uh, you know nice in this this time and white white wines the Sauvignon Blancs are are perfect uh, as well as a patio wine absolutely yeah all right great thank you Um, very much Sergio thanks always a pleasure stay tuned for the People's Republic this has been another bottle down on co-op radio Uh, check out the archive at co-op.org slash another bottle down we'll see you next week have a wonderful 4th of July holiday